Welcome to Sword and Shield, the official podcast of the 960th Cyberspace Wing. Join us for insight, knowledge, mentorship, and some fun as we discuss relevant topics in and around our wing. Please understand that the views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the U.S. Air Force nor the Air Force Reserve, and no endorsement of any particular person or business is ever intended. Welcome to another episode of the Sword and Shield. I'm Chief Master Sergeant Christopher Howard, 960th Cyber Operations Group Superintendent. And today with me, I have Major Ben Hendrickson. I'm the 52nd Network Warfare Squadron uh, Director of Operations. Welcome, sir. I appreciate you taking some time today. Um, I just wanted to share with our gladiators uh, kind of what does the 52nd uh, do? So basically, our, our, our main focus is is primarily around OPSEC, and, okay. and uh, we, we, our weapon system is the uh, Cyber Defense Analysis, um, the CDA weapon system, which, which uh, composes of basically the, the Fidelis and uh, a, a cyber operational risk assessment tool, okay. um, uh, in addition to a, a radio frequency monitoring system, which is our new, our new toy. We just got this... Uh, prior to kind of entering COVID, okay. uh, so something we were very excited about uh, prior to, um, we had to kind of shut the doors and, 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 and work from home for a while. So right. um, the, the, uh, the, the RFMS, as we call it, um, okay. uh, is something that we're, we're very excited about because it's something that we can, we can deploy with and we can take out and set up in the field and, and um, uh, some of our, our our customers, I guess you could say, the, the, okay. the um, 67th, uh, they, they, they are, are supposed to do a risk assessment uh, annually, or multiple of them, actually. Okay. Um, and so they reach out to uh, the 68th, which we are, are kind of a subsidiary of. Right. Um, You're one of the associate units to the that's right. States, right? That's right. Yes. Awesome. And you guys are located uh, where? You're one of our so, northern tier bases. Right? Yeah. So we're a geographically separated unit up in uh, Offutt, Omaha, okay. Nebraska. Nice. Um, we are located in a old World, World War II style hangar. Um, right, so you're in the old Martin Bomber building. That's correct? right. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. I was stationed at Offutt for a, for a number of years. Uh, I loved uh, being up there. You know, it's one of um, those hidden gems of the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, where, like the gym. The gym is phenomenal. At sure. Uh, it's, I think, the biggest in the DOD. Right. <laughs> it has indoor track. It's got the indoor swimming pool. It's got indoor basketball. It's got an indoor soccer field. It has all the weights, everything. It was it was great. Um, and then, of course, Omaha itself. Uh, sure. It's all the big concerts come through. You've got yeah. the Henry Dooley Zoo. It's just a college world series. Oh, exactly. Right. Some yeah, great Olympic things. swimming, I think. <laughs> gotcha. Um, you know, it gets a little cold in the winter yeah. and, and uh, it gets a little hot in the summer, but yeah, yeah. Uh, all in all, it was, uh, I had a great tour uh, up there and off it. Uh, but uh, what AFSCs does uh, your unit carry? So we're, we're primarily, so we're, we're unique in this, in the, from a cyber perspective, we also have a, um, a large contingent of Intel analysts. Okay. Um, so we have a handful of Intel officers, the 14 Ns. Okay. And then we also have the one and O's that are, are kind of our, our all source analysis. Right. Um, which really kind of helps, uh, benefit the, the cyber analysis piece of things. Right. Um, so we are, we're uniquely postured to, Kind of um, uh, develop more of an intel perspective on on uh, these cyber analysis. 
Right. And uh, you have three deltas as well. Is that three DOs or three D1s? That's right. Uh, uh, both. Okay. Right. Gotcha. So I wonder if you can kind of also uh, walk some of our gladiators through, um, you know, what does a day in the life look like at the 52nd or Network Warfare Squadron? Sure. Um, so so basically, we, we'll run our, our sorties. Um, uh, usually on a drill weekend, we'll do that. Uh, twice during the drill weekend. So our sorties run for four hours. Okay. Um, we have uh, four people that will do that. So we have one that's kind of the the, the, uh, the the manager of the team, and then and then the team comes in and does their their, their work uh, throughout that four hour period. Awesome. Um, and then on top of that, so so we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll sort them out through through the day. Um, okay. uh, doing that uh, for for both days. Um, which gives that, which is is great for the analysts that they're able to come in and actually do some some work with their hands more or less, right. um, and it it kind of it gives them a, a perspective of how valuable this uh, cyber defense analysis tool is. Right. Yeah, getting those reps are really important, right? Uh, especially for a TR, uh, you have that twenty eight days and uh, between uh, real in most cases, you know, give or take a day or two, depending on. But uh, getting those reps on the equipment, getting that that experience. Yeah. So, so on top of that, we we'll, we'll do you know our mandatory training that we have right. to do, um, and and you know we try to fit in some, you know, as a unit, we're still a squadron, we're still a unit that right. we're able to do um, some fun things too. So we try to get everybody together, you know, as soon as we can, gotcha. um, as soon as we can get back to in person drilling, which we plan on doing um, uh, in June. Okay. In our full AT and, and things like that. So. Right. And in the past, um, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys like to uh, plan your AT together as well. So you guys do a full two weeks together uh, and get after a different problem set, correct? And get a lot more reps up. That's correct. That's right. Yes, okay. we do that. We, it, it's, it's good. We, we think it's valuable for, uh, I mean, I, 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 I just arrived in, in January. So, okay. Um, I've I've been kind of in a, a, a joint role, you know, up until this point. So, gotcha. um, uh, you know, coming back into the unit level has been uh, a great experience for me to kind of get reindoctrinated, if you will, gotcha. into, into uh, Air Force customs again. And 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 it's it. I say that to say that this unit is 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 very um, well meshed, and and they, they we. I think we do so well because we, we all act as a team and everybody looks out for each other. Right. No, it's one of the things that I hear, you know, in feedback about the 52nd is um, uh, that family atmosphere. Um, can you kind of explain, like, maybe that first day you arrived, what it felt like to be part of the unit, right? Sure. I mean, it, from day one, from the day that I was, I was uh, you know, selected for the position to the day I, I arrived, um, it was it was nothing but um, uh, the, the they, they rolled out the carpet for me, which was yeah. nice. And I, I just assumed that was because I was the new DL, but, <laughs> but they do that for everyone. So, um, you know, and I've now been a part of that when we've had new, new people come to the unit. Um, we kind of just to share with open arms, like welcome to, to Omaha, welcome to this right. World War II style building. And, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, phenomenal, right? It's kind of neat to see, um, you know, from the, the unit perspective, how you fit into the big picture mm -hmm. and uh, strategically, like how, you know, that big moving plane is, is going a thousand miles an hour and we're down at the surface kind of just watching. But, but uh, you know, seeing, seeing how everything, everything plays, plays together and, and 
from a cyber perspective, just knowing how important our work is, um, right. uh, really, really kind of, I think it, it, our analysts kind of take that to heart. So No, agreed, right? I think that when we look at the different domains we discuss uh, within uh, the DoD, right, we talk about air, sea, land, um, we talk about space and cyberspace, and mm-hmm. um, those are the two contested domains uh, mm-hmm. consistently, right? Uh, it doesn't go away. And uh, that, that cyber analysis is key to understanding what the battlefield's looking like on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what some of that threat uh, looks like so that our leadership can make decisions and move assets and resources uh, against that contested environment on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think it's 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 a, a key position. And I definitely think that, uh, you know, the 52nd uh, and your partners in crime at the 50th and 68th uh, are uh, definitely a big... Um, contributors to the success of, of what we have in this domain. Yeah, I agree. Um, so with that said, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, how it felt to be a brand new member uh, in that family atmosphere, but uh, what specifically does the 52nd do to develop airmen throughout uh, their life at, at the 52nd? So we, again, it, it, as I said before, very tight knit. So I mean, our, our, our first shirt up to our superintendent and, and um, even you know we've we've we have two full time oh sorry we have three full time individuals right um, myself um, uh, Master Decker and right. then um, and then Miss Danielle Wilburn so we all kind of there's three of us a lot of people don't really I, I think truly understand that, how small that, that it's, it's yeah how small actually we are as a footprint um, right with the you know the larger impact but to but to get to your, your question to you know, what do we do to develop an airman? Um, you know, we have a, a, a pretty robust training plan. Uh, you know, the things I mentioned before about right. doing the sorties and get that experience, but also broaden their their opportunities as well. Like right. you know, if there if there are opportunities with the RFMS like I mentioned, to right. get some some real world operational experience, um, I, I feel is very important. Um and 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 also kind of lends to uh, where they can where they can develop you know further down the road if whether right. they're they're one and O's or three deltas or um, you know wherever their 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 quality of um, of work may may lead them to right them you know to, yeah. exactly right so uh, you know one of those key things about being in a leadership role is finding those right opportunities for that skill set that's out there that's right. finding an airman that nco that's uh, primed for um you know leading the team um so with uh, the small packages like uh, rmfs or even uh, during uh, your actual uh, shift what uh, do you give ncos opportunities to lead those those shifts or lead those those crews we we have yes we have absolutely do um those for those 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 sorties that we have, right. um, they're giving those leadership opportunities because, um, you know, as we mentioned, it's a, it's a very important job, right. um, and and I, I, being able to identify that not only identify those those uh, thresholds that, that we put forth for them, right. um, but also to lead that team is 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 something that that you know as an airman I think they, they really take a lot out of. Um, experience wise and, and, and building those leadership skills too. Gotcha. So, so not only from, from the sortie perspective, but also from, you know, in a drill weekend, there's, there's a number of things that we have to accomplish. Um, so we try to, we try to, ha- we try to hand a lot of those responsibilities off 
as we can, you know, through right. those different roles and make sure people are getting that experience that comes with, um, you know, leading a team to, to accomplish our overall mission. Right. Um, what other kind of opportunities do you provide for, uh, you know, those airmen and NCOs or senior NCOs to, to lead? Um, other opportunities, I guess you, you could say we, like we, we we're able to send them to, you know, the, the, uh, the airman leadership schools, the senior NCO academy, things of that nature. Right. Um, but also, you know, being a reservist, you have the opportunity to take advantage of, of, uh, educational opportunities um, right. that not only the air force may, may provide, but, <laughs> but our civilian side too. Right. We, we're bringing where the, the, the civilian forces, it really, really provides a, a unique, you know, gem for, for us as, as military leaders to take advantage of. Right. That's awesome, right? And that kind of makes us, like, you know, kind of look towards the future as we develop our airmen. Um, we give them those opportunities. Um, for the 52nd, what is uh, what do you see uh, the future of the 52nd looks like? That's a great question. Um, you know, <clears throat> it's it's kind of uniquely timed, actually. Right. As, as, as we talk, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening with our with our um, kind of mission set in general. And, right. and it could be shifting to uh, other areas that, um, you know, we we may may um, be loaded with more work in, in a mm-hmm. different fashion or the same fashion. We, there's a lot of kind of unknowns there. Um, but on, on Offit, we're uniquely um, situated next to the uh, the 557th Weather Wing. Okay. Um, and and we kind of draw back into General Hawk's uh, uh, vision of the the um, information warfare. Everybody's playing under the same umbrella, okay? right? Um, and and so uh, this weather wing opportunity that we have to 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 provide our airmen uh, opportunities to uh, op- like an operational opportunity, I should say, okay, um, uh, to help develop the the, the weather wing. Um, and 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 their information warfare uh, footprint uh, requirements. Yeah, yeah. I know that uh, you know when we look at the growth of cyber and we look at uh, some of those demands. I, I believe that you know we're, we're going to see uh, an uptick in uh, those mission defense teams, those MDTs. Right. Um, and I know that uh, there's opportunities for uh, those uh, that have been in this environment for a while to to step up and lead. And, and develop uh, some of those skill sets. I think that's uh, some of the stuff that you guys are looking at. That's right. Uh, in regards to uh, that weather. We're, we're very excited about it, actually. Okay. And we're, we've provided two individuals uh, full-time um, to help them develop their, because okay. they used to be the Air Force Weather Agency, obviously, and now, right. now formed into a wing. And so we're helping one of their, their second um, weather sports water become okay. kind of from, from, from the ground up. Oh, which wow. is which is unique because right. you know we a lot of us already step into well developed uh, squadrons or units and and so they're they're new at this and and it's and 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 us being located where we are are able to provide that uh, expertise and yeah, there's not a lot of reserve game in the town right when we right. talk about off it and you know being home to Stratcom um, being home to some unique mission sets as a whole at the 55th wing there. Yeah. Um, and the total force integration piece right. of that is 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 crazy, crazy. Yes, right. And, and I know there's a lot of IMAs up there, but when it comes to a, a classic associate or classic reserve squadron, oh. um, I believe you're one of just a couple up there that uh, actually executes. So, and when it comes to cyber, the only one. That's right. So I definitely look forward to seeing how that that future might look. 
Um, is there anything else that you might want to talk about in regards to uh, the 52nd? Uh, you, you know, it's as I said before, I'm, I'm kind of new to the to this right. role, so um, I, I I see a lot of a, a lot of uh, potential with this unit, um, and it's kind of you know it may be. Uh, scary is not the right word, but uh, but 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 there's a lot of unknowns with, right. with the, the the melding of of um, different units and mission sets. Uh, but it also provides a, an open door to opportunity that um, I think the fifty second is very well positioned to take advantage of. Uh, so from that perspective, like I'm very excited. As I mentioned before, weather wing, the, how we're able to to play in the, in the total force integration piece of this. Right. Um, and I see nothing but, but good value out of it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the challenges of change uh, do lead to some apprehension, which leads to that, to that word scary. But uh, <laughs> the reality is, is that it, that it opens the door to opportunity. That's right. right. Uh, that change brings things that are unknown and those that are flexible to get after the problem set um, have an opportunity to, to define what this is going to look like in the future, right? Yeah. I think that's really where the 52nd sits. Absolutely. As uh, that door opens, you guys are going to be able to, to fill in those roles, kind of set what that pace looks like, define what this is going to look like in that support role, yeah. um, help define what IW looks like. That's right. Um, and then from a TFI perspective, right, there's all kinds of open doors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, between Stratcom, you guys there, um, and then um, geographically speaking, uh, the biggest game in town. Yeah. Right. I mean, really, uh, there's not a lot up there. Uh, and uh, that means that anybody that's living in that area or wants to relocate relocate to that area has an opportunity. Um, but what about as a leader? Anything that you would like to, to pass on to uh, some of our gladiators, sir? Uh, leadership. I mean, uh, leadership is a is, is a is a great thing that, that, you know, I being on the joint side for so long. Um, uh, have been very excited about this opportunity because uh, squadron level leadership is really where it's at. You see, you sit and talk to, um, you know, the, the, the senior leaders and right. they always reference the, their, their time as, as squadron level leadership as being their, their, their most valued. And, and I'm starting to, I'm, I'm starting to experience that now. So I, like myself, I personally um, am, am very excited about this opportunity and, and and see you know where we take this squadron, but for the gladiators themselves, like you know, um, it's it you find yourself in a in a very very unique time that there's a lot changing, and we keep hearing this you know move at the kind of pace of relevance, right? Right. And 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 so that's that's a, that's kind of you know in in, in the past we've, we've been so geared towards everything kind of stays the same where right. here we're moving so fast and it's, and it, it presents, you know, you a real um, need for the, that leadership. Right. Um, which I feel is in place and I'm, I'm excited to be a part of. No, I think that we're building some strong leadership teams out there. I think that uh, the resiliency of um, this constant change that we've gone through over the last uh, year, year and a half, um, mm-hmm will um, actually pay dividends in the future as we accelerate change or lose as our mission set adjusts uh, to uh, the great power competition mm-hmm. and our enemy set getting in front of us. I think that uh, we're definitely primed uh, for some successful uh, moments here. Perfect. I was wondering if there's any other things that you want to highlight about your 52nd team uh, before we close it out. We, we have an amazing team. Um, one of our, our, our rock stars, Texar and Hannah Penelitz, 
uh, recently was chosen uh, for the profiles and leadership. Her poster actually hangs in the in the Pentagon, so that's we're very proud of that. That's <laughs> awesome, right? So that yeah, I know the competition can be kind of tight, uh, and uh, we were really lucky uh, as a wing to get a couple of uh, individuals with uh, you know Texar and Panowitz and then Major Fuller. Um, but yeah, your team has been uh, knocked out of the park. I know that uh, you guys lead the way in some of the a number of our uh, programs and processes. So she's amazing. We we had her on orders uh, pretty much throughout the the, um, the last what four or five months. She just recently um, ended her orders, but okay, um, amazing individual. And and you talk about um, uh, potential and leadership. I mean, she's she's got that written all over her poster in the Pentagon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Look forward to seeing uh, what, uh, what they can produce and, uh, you know, the opportunities they're going to take advantage of. And yeah. What kind of leadership roles that they're going to, to move into. Definitely. Awesome. Well, that uh, concludes another episode of uh, Sword and Shield. want to tell uh, all of our gladiators out there, thank you for your dedication to the mission. Thank you for your dedication uh, to your nation. Um, and thank you for uh, your dedication to this organization. It's uh, the hard work that you put in that uh, makes this organization successful. Um, hope you have a great day.